Hey everybody, welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. Today I am joined by model, actor, fitness coach, my coach, my mentor, the Eric Gilmet. Wow, what an introduction. Kevin, <laughs> thanks for having me. I appreciate all the accolades you just uh, threw my way. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here, man. It's a, it's a great place to be and you're such a great per person, so I'm glad we got to finally talk. Thank you, likewise. Okay, so I always start off with just some random icebreaker questions, um, just something random just to get people to know you a little better. Um, since you are a fitness guru, I kind of tailored them to my weakness, which is dieting. So I'm curious to know, what is your favorite food? Your weakness, which is dieting. Everyone has that weakness. We all struggle with it. We all love food. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Very true. Yeah. So my, my uh, I'll actually answer the question now. My favorite food is, uh, my favorite food to eat is actually oatmeal. I know that sounds very strange, but I eat oatmeal about three times a day and I could eat that forever and I would be a happy person. I'm a, I'm a happy person already. So I'm eating my favorite food all the time. My favorite like cheat meals are like steaks and like, uh, I could eat sushi for days, pancakes. Those are my, my things like in bulk, bulk items, you know? Okay. That is awesome. You know, you just took me back to my dad. He loved oatmeal. So there's our connection. That's awesome. Do you yeah. have like a flavor, a f like a particular flavor that you like? Or It's funny. I was talking about it with my friend last night. I, I, we were having some drinks and we were just talking about life and stuff. And uh, we we're yeah. talking about food. And uh, I, I, I got asked the same question and I said oatmeal. Okay. And we figured out that I've had, I've had somewhere around 15,000 bowls of oatmeal in my life. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely wild if you kind of look at the numbers, because I've been doing three bowls a day for like, uh, I want to say like 12, 13 years, something like that. And so she did like some quick, man, it's just like, yeah, I, it's just my favorite thing. I, what, I, what I do is I make basic oats and then I put protein powder in it. So I put like uh, coffee flavored protein powder in it and it just tastes like coffee, you know, or I put like chocolate and peanut butter or vanilla and cinnamon and just like it's that that's my comfort food is my favorite thing to start the day and end the day. Okay. And you make your own oatmeal. I make my own. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. That is awesome. Awesome. So actually you answered one of my questions already. One of them, my additional questions was if you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? You okay. said oatmeal. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a secondary answer. Um, I love almonds. Sure. Uh, like my favorite, my favorite food, like to eat, like my favorite meal is usually breakfast. So okay. bre breakfast for me is like a multi-coursed meal because I usually have oatmeal and then a bowl of cereal and then I'll go to the gym and then I'll come home and have a big like omelet or scramble or whatever. And those in conjunction are my favorite foods and I eat them every day. So, you know, it makes it easy for me. I love breakfast as well, so we get along great. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hop. That's that's a great place to go. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> My last question for you is what was your least favorite food as a child? And do you still hate it now or do you love it now? Um, my least favorite food. So I, I grew up in an Italian family and my uh my, my mom would cook uh, this, this like chicken and rice dish. And I remember when I was a kid, I just like couldn't eat it. I was a picky eater. I was that chicken fingers guy my entire <laughs> life growing up. And then, but she would make this chicken and rice dish and I thought it was just disgusting. I was like, this is gross. My mom's a great cook. And then eventually my taste buds changed. And now like she makes it and I like lick the bowl queen. So I like, it, it's funny how your taste buds change all the time, but 
Uh, yeah, that, that, that was my thing. I didn't like gr- growing up. Awesome. Okay, so what I want to jump into. So I was doing some research on you last night. I was at work, work night shift, and I was Perfect. listening to some of your interviews. Um, great content out there. Um, so you started as a bodybuilder. You're a former bodybuilder. Um, so when, at, at what point, I'm curious to know, have you always been into working out as it was like something that you did like in high school? Was there something like that like piqued your interest? How did you get on that fitness journey? Right. So Kev, I'm super competitive. And like I am, if we're playing a simple game, I'm competitive. And <laughs> like we we could be playing, you know, gin rummy and I'm, and I'm going to be competitive. And, uh, and anyways, I, my entire life growing up, I played organized sports. You know, I played hockey, football and baseball. And then in college, I played hockey for like a season. And then I realized I wasn't good enough to really do anything with it beyond that. And I should focus on my studies. So I did, but I needed a way to become competitive. So I started lifting weights and. I mean, I, I had done it a little bit on and off because of playing organized sports. And mm-hmm. then once I got going and like I started eating more, and I started like really kind of understanding how the body works and how to like kind of biohack your body a little bit. Like, you know, if you eat a certain amount, if you lift a certain style, you can put on muscle. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. And I started seeing the results. And then that built into bodybuilding. I got to the point I was in. I remember vividly I was visiting my mom in Florida and I was at a gym, and I there was this uh this really big dude that you know good looking guy. His name is Andrew. He came up to me and he's like, "Hey man, you ever thought about competing?" And I, I never like Florida. It's more prominent to you know compete and do that stuff. And I, I hadn't really thought about it to that point, but I had been following bodybuilders, so I was like, "I, I guess." And um and then lo and behold, like you know, fast forward a year, I decided to compete when I was studying abroad in Australia, and. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the lifestyle. And then that kind of built into a career, I guess, so to speak, in bodybuilding. And then that transitioned into fitness coaching, fitness modeling. And here I am today. And I'm not a bodybuilder now, but I still have muscle on me, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you just touched on something that I wanted to touch on. Um, So your transition from competing fitness into modeling, um, I realize that you have traveled to over 27 countries which is so crazy that's so cool just um, and you just and you just said that you studied abroad in Australia so what was that experience like and if you had to choose do you have a favorite place that you've visited yeah so um I'll, I'll go front to back on that question sure. so um front the transition from bodybuilding to model was pretty wild i mean the last three years not even three years it's only been like two and a half years of me being a full-time model and actor and um yeah i kind of had to come out of the bodybuilding space i needed to move more into like a lifestyle approach i needed to look more like a person you know bodybuilding you're very very bulky you know I i probably sat about 15 pounds heavier than i am now uh walking around and it wasn't very comfortable you know you have to kind of eat sleep and die you know with bodybuilding and i just didn't I didn't love it enough for that. I love the actual health aspect of it and the aesthetic aspect of it too, uh, which go hand in hand, you know, the mental health, the physical health, all of that. So anyways, I, uh, I, I took that journey and then I fell in love with modeling. And it's really cool that I was able to kind of get to that point that I learned that I love modeling. Because otherwise, I would have never known if I just stayed in fitness and bodybuilding. Because, you know, you do a shoot here and there, but it's usually just like a flex pose or like one of those things. And so anyways, it was a really cool transition. And uh, I mean, there's, there's so much there to uncover. But well, long story short is it was a 
It was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the second part of that question, um, you're asking about, uh, sorry, short-term memory loss. What were you asking about? <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I'm, I'm just fascinated with how many countries that you visited. And oh, yeah. And, and studying abroad, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So I studied in Australia. Um, before that, I had done some good international travel. I'd been to Japan and uh, England and all these different places for uh, in college for you know, I was studying for math and economics and finance, and I was studying to be in the finance world. And so that allowed me to travel because, you know, of the program that I was in and all that. And then I started in Australia, and I fell in love with traveling. I fell in love with putting myself out there, like really having to go into a culture and just learn more. And um, then once I left Australia, uh, I'd met uh, a girl down there, and we ended up dating, and then we ended up moving back to Australia. And then that kind of kickstarted a whole you know, 20 plus countries of travel afterwards, because we traveled for about a year and a half, um, on and off two years, actually. And uh, yeah, it was, it was an amazing time, man. I've been all over Australia, New Zealand, uh, Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand, Europe, you know, like I've really done a good chunk of travel. And um, favorite place is always a tough one, because I have so many different favorite places I've been. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Every place has a different memory and moment attached to it. Uh, there's places okay. I know I want to go back to, like New Zealand. I want to obviously go back to Australia, too. Um, I really want to go back to Southeast Asia and just explore more. You know, I did Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia, Singapore, but there's so many cool countries there. And, like, that's, like, that's a really cool place to be because you just value everything a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, you you put yourself in the culture and you see, like, actually, like, the cultural experience of what it's like to be there. You know, I remember being in Hanoi, Vietnam. You know, I'm six feet tall. I'm taller than everyone else that's walking around on the streets. And it is like controlled chaos on those streets. There's people like, oh, there's like a family of five on like a moped. And like someone has like, you know, milk like on like their shoulder here. There's like a kid over here holding like bamboo sticks. And it's just crazy, you know, and I love getting to kind of experience that. So for anyone who's listening, I definitely recommend trying to uh, go to places that aren't very well traveled because you learn a lot more about yourself and how to value that once you come back to America. So yeah, well, long story short, lots of places that I need to go uh, back to and more places to go see. Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, you hit on something that really stuck out to me, your mindset, learning um, new ways of life, meeting different people, different from yourself and um, just uh, basically just, I guess, in an essence, doing something that might be fearful, but taking that risk and, and the gain that you get from that is so incredible. And it's put you on the journey that you're on now. Now look where you are. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, and, you know, you, you brought up a good point, you know, taking a risk. Like, that, once you're confident in yourself that you can do anything, it becomes habitual in all parts of your life. You know, like, I'm confident, you know, I... Okay, there's some things you have to be realistic about. I can't sing. So I know that like if you told me to go on a singing show, I'm going to not do that great. But like nine, nine, 99 things out of 100, I'm pretty confident that if you're like, hey, go do this. Like I just did a cooking show. I'm not that great of a cook. I cook for me. And I did a cooking show, did really well, made it to the next round of the competition, you know. So it's like there's things that like if once you like do it, it becomes addicting to like you, you take this challenge on, you do it and you see like what you're made of. And you're like, oh, my God, I can do that. And you're like, all right, let's try this. And then you just, and so I did that with traveling. I've done that with my career. I've done that with people that I'm around. And 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a really good thing to be able to share with people too because I think that helps a lot of people. I love that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So you're so so getting started in your modeling career. You said that you've been modeling now about two years. Um, so is that how long that you've been in the SoCal area now? Yeah. So I moved to Southern California uh, October. I officially moved here October sixteenth, twenty nineteen. So. Okay. Uh, while we're filming this episode, we're about six, five or six months away from that. So, um, yeah, it's been about two and a half years. And um, it's crazy because I am a different person now than I was in the before my two and a half years. You know, and that was when I was traveling, doing all this crazy stuff. And um, it, it's cool. It's like I've lived multiple lives and I'm only 28. You know, I feel like I've done so much in these two and a half years as a model and actor. And like, I'm just getting started which is kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Like two and a half years is not a long time for anything, you know? And, uh, I've been quite successful. I've met some amazing people. I've met some people that will be friends of mine forever. I've modeled for cool brands. I've acted in cool projects. I just did a project for Halsey. You know, it's like, it's just, it's been a really interesting, uh, interesting road and it's going to only get crazier and more fun. So like, I'm so excited for the future because I love my now. I love that. That's amazing. Um, so you, you touched briefly, you said that when you were competing, that you got a little taste of, of modeling and you fell in love with it. So did you, have you always had maybe an idea that you wanted to act or model or, or is that when you really got bit by the bug and that started you on your journey now? I think you said it. Yeah. I think that's when I got bit by the bug because my entire okay. life, you know, I'm self-aware. I know I'm a good looking guy. Obviously I wouldn't be a model and actor and, and all that right. if I wasn't that. And I've had people mm -hmm. my entire life be like, Oh, you know, you're like to my mom, like, Oh, your son should try modeling or, you know, be like, Oh, you know, have you ever thought about modeling? And like, I remember I'd met with an agency when I was younger, like growing up in Boston and all that stuff. Um, but I never like thought of it as like a career or anything, you know? I mean, I grew up in, in new England, very few people come out of new England, like as like a model and actor, you know, that's not, a career that's not at the career booth you know like here you know you go to school and you know southern california like there's models and actors everywhere like, like you go to these artsy sportsy schools where like that's actually what people go to school for and in boston very rarely are you going to see someone be like oh yeah i want to be a model you know like it, it's just not it's not uh it's not common so i didn't know um i i knew i liked being in front of the camera but i just didn't know to what extent until i fully immerse myself into the the culture that I'm in now and then it just became repetitive where I just started liking it more and more and more I started booking more and more and when you're successful at something that you enjoy doing and being creative it's it's bliss yeah absolutely so can you talk about your journey to you said two years ago you were a different person um you talked about um in previous interviews how you know your journey getting to SoCal um, what has that journey been like? And I mean, like you said, you have just, you've done so many different things. Um, you've inspired so many people, you have great energy. So what, what has that journey been like? And what have you learned along the way? What are some, you know, some, um, what is the word to learn? Sorry, word vomit here. What are the, what are like some, maybe some quotes or maybe some, um, affirmations or something that keeps you going and that has inspired you along the way? Absolutely. Well, Kev, let me just make one point. I love the little mm -hmm. Southern twang in your voice. 
It's, uh, <laughs> it, it's great. I love it. I, I'm, I, I pick, I pick up on like dialects and stuff. And I, if, I, if you had a Boston accent, I would mirror you a little bit. If you're like, you know, Paktika and the Havidiad, I would, I would like probably drop my R's a little bit. And I hear you twang. <laughs> I probably have a little bit of a twang in my voice right now because of you. So, um, side note, had to say that. Uh, no, but yeah. So, um, going back to your question, like the journey has been a lot like the journey has been a lot of me actually finding out who I am because like now I know what I am I know I'm a model I know I'm an actor I'm still a fitness coach I'll always coach because I love helping people um live a healthier happier life and I'm good at it (laughs) and um but like it more so became about me finding who I am like what I like what I like like genuinely like. like a lot of people just like you know, making money. So then, you know, if you do something, for example, if I was a analyst or something like that for a, a big, uh, I don't know, tech company or whatever, and I was making, you know, $250,000 a year or whatever, like that would be great. But if I don't actually, like the money at first is going to be so exciting. You're like, oh my, oh my God, I'm making so much money. This is awesome. But if you don't truly love like that, the actual job you're doing, there's not a whole lot there. And I were actually learned that I love being a creative Again, I came from a math and economics and finance background. That is what my schooling is. That is so right. analytical. And I literally, that, that was my path. I was going to go work on Wall Street. Instead, I moved to Australia. And like transition that now, I am in such a creative space where I get to explore me. I get to explore the people that are around me. I get to go way deeper inside of myself. And that's what I truly love because when I go deep inside me, other people will get to see that and feel that. And my, my energy is, is, is everywhere. And I love giving off positive energy. Honestly, like I just, my goal along this journey, of course, is, is, is to be successful, but it's more so to be happy. And when I'm happy, other people are happy. Like I get to share that light. I get to share that positivity and spread that. So, um, in a very like roundabout way, this journey was way bigger than I could have ever anticipated. And I just took it one day at a time. I never tried to like, of course I set goals. I was like, you know, I want to make X amount of money, blah, blah, blah. But I'm more so focused on the day-to-day journey, the day-to-day happiness and let that guide me more so than just being like, I need to make X amount of money or I need to have this amount of followers or I need to blah, 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 you know, because we can do that all day long. You know, when, once you make, once you make $200,000 a year, you're going to want to make $500,000 a year. You know, once you have this title, you're going to want to have this title. But if you're not happy in the now on the on the way there, then you're never going to be happy. So that's one thing that I really learned. Absolutely. And you what what you said to me, what I get from it is there's there's a deeper sense of purpose there. It's not just about the accolades, the money, the followers, you know, the fame. It's about, like you said, am I happy? You know, I, so I'm a travel nurse and, you know, every, something that people tell me all the time is, oh, they make money. And it's like, yeah, you do make money. But like you said, if you're not fulfilled, if you're not, if you're not fulfilling a deep desire within that you have, I feel like everybody in some way, we may not know what we want to do. We have a purpose, but we have, a desire. We know something 
of some sort that we want to do. We might not exactly have an idea, but like you said, if we do something and we're like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to make all this money. That's only going to last for so long. You're going to get burned out, yeah. you know, because there's so many other things that come with that. So for you, you said, I'm going to be happy. And that's what my number one priority, that's what my ambition is in life and everything else has followed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because, you know, like, like you just said, like, there's always going to be something else that you want in terms of money or an item or a bigger house or better car or whatever. And especially out here in Los Angeles, that will, that will hit you in the face because everywhere you look, it's people trying to make their, their own face better or, you know, their car better or whatever. But Mm -hmm. as long as you are completely like confident in like who you are as a person like you're not insecure at all like I'm so secure with who I am as a person that that just drives me and um yeah I mean it's just been you know we could talk about this actual finding of yourself and letting that drive you we could talk about an entire episode on just that because there's so much to uncover there you know it's not like it's a light switch either it's not like I just like decided one day like you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be happy. Like, like, because if, if I did, that's right. artificial. I had to right. go through, I, I still have days that I feel, you know, like I feel sad. I feel, uh, you know, emotional. I feel whatever. But at the end of the day, as long as I am happy doing what I'm doing, then I'm able to, to navigate through this the way that I have and just enjoy every day. Um, even if it's not a day that feels enjoyable. Absolutely. And you hit on something that just struck with me that I want to highlight. You still feel it's a, you make, you make a choice to be positive. You make a choice to be happy, but you still have emotions. You know, we're human. We, you know, we have sadness, we have anger. Um, Something that I definitely um, have learned from you is how to better yourself. Um, First of all, you've been a phenomenal coach and to everybody out there, um, Eric is a fitness coach, um, and we're going to talk about ways to connect with him, um, ways to uh, follow him and things like that. But So he has his own website, and he is a fitness coach. And I have, it's not about me, but I just want to tell my story a little bit just to, you know, connect with what he's done for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I suffer from anxiety, and it's a deep, it's a deep backstory that we won't get into. But anyway part of that has to do with working out and dieting. And, and like Eric said earlier, you know, that's, that's common. That's human. There's so many people out there. It's not just me. Um, But what I want to say with that is you've taught me just so many simple things. Like you've highlighted meditating, you've highlighted um, just thinking happy thoughts, um, surrounding yourself with positivity, surrounding yourself with good people. All of these aspects are things that can benefit us in life. Um, I think this is something that you said in a previous interview that I absolutely loved. Um, Even if you're not surrounding yourself with people like physically, you know, people around you, the people that you follow can influence you. You know, I I think about these blogs and no disrespect to blogs because there's some great blogs out there. But, you know, the gossip blogs or the negative like the news and things like that, um, there can be such an influx of negativity and some of the stuff that, you know, my my old self in the past two years, I used to follow some of these things and I realized that it was just affecting me so negatively. And I feel so peaceful now that I don't follow that anymore because it's not being um, ingrained into my spirit. I'm not reading it or taking it in every day. 
And like you said, it's a journey. It's not just a light switch where you're just like, oh, I'm happy today. I'm just going to be happy. It's just literally just a mindset. It's just like, like you said, this is my priority. And I think that when you make that choice, I think that everything just kind of aligns to that and it just follows because energy is very contagious. You know, if somebody is, I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm rambling. I'm taking that. Go, go, do you, do you, (laughs) I love this. But (laughs) But you know, like when you're around somebody and they're just negative and they just, they're having a bad day or they're just very, you know, upset for, with the reason, you know, we go through things, but when you're around that, you, you can feed off of that. That can, that can affect you. So if you make the conscious choice to be happy and to be positive, that definitely affects your life. It definitely, I wholeheartedly believe that it affects the trajectory, I can't talk, of your life. And I think that that's why you're where you're at now, because you just one day said, I want to be happy and I want to give happiness. I want to spread light. And now look at your journey, you know? Kev, listening to, to you say all that, that brings me so much happiness because again, you just quoted me like five times in there. And, um, (laughs) and a lot of my journey is it's about me, right? Everything I do is I'm a model. I'm an actor. I take care of me, but I share my journey and I try and share my stories as much as I can with the hopes that they will touch people with the hopes that they will better someone. And to hear you speak, so profoundly about all these things that have bettered your life from knowing me, from being connected to me, that that means more than you could ever imagine. So thank you for, for, for sharing that because yeah, it's just, that's, that's why I do this. That's the, that, that's the coolest part is the, is the impact that I leave. And I I won't even know 90% of the impact that I do leave. And, um, yeah, you just, uh, Maybe a little emotional, but um, <laughs> that, that's uh, thank you. Well, likewise, and thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think I think a great lesson that um, that maybe you haven't exactly said, or I haven't exactly said, but what I get from that is, if you if you don't, how do I say it right? Like you said, like it's about you, and it's not a narcissistic viewpoint. It's it's very healthy to have high self-esteem and it's very healthy. This is something that I've, you know, I've been on this journey even before I connected with you, but it's very healthy to, um, to make yourself a priority and to be your best self. And something that I've learned is it is about helping other people, but if you don't have anything in your cup, how can you pour into their cup? So you have to take care of yourself. That's something I'm learning within myself. Um, cause I am a, I'm a recovering people pleaser. Um, I, it's very hard for me to tell people now. Um, so I've learned, you know, and that's basically what you pretty much just said. Um, if you, if you don't have anything to give and, and basically if you work on yourself first within, then you are helping other people and you may not know 99% of the effect that you have on people. But I, I think that, like you said, in the previous interview, I think that if you are making a conscious choice to smile at people to acknowledge them, to say hello, to say good morning. Cause I'm somebody that I used to have anxiety about even looking at people because I didn't feel worthy enough. That's a whole nother episode. But anyway, I think that that affects people. I think that that can highlight their day because, you know, we just came out of quarantine. Um, Lord, please don't let us go back again yeah, yeah. <laughs> soon, but you know, not being around people. And if that's the only interaction that you have in the whole day and you are consciously saying, hi, good morning, 
if you're seeing a smile, that, I mean, that, you know, just my connection to you has inspired me to reach to my dreams. And I've only known you for a few months. So, you know, just that, that kind of um, conscious choice that you're making in your life affects people. And it's so important, you know, it's like you said, you're, you're a beautiful person inside and out. You're a good looking person, but it's deeper than that. It's deeper than I'm going to take a a photo and I'm going to slay it. It's, there's a message behind it. It's choose today, be happy and change the world. I think that our energy has the power to change the world. Man, I, I fucking love this conversation. This is great. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you hit on so many things there, man. I love your your analogy of you. If you have nothing in your cup, you can't. You got nothing to pour, and it's absolutely right. I mean, I'm a big advocate of self care for both yes. men and women. You know, I yes. think um, I think women are very empowered to take care of themselves, and uh, you know, both ment- mentally, spiritually. Uh, sexually, you know, and guys were, were really, I mean, we've come a long way, but I think that, you know, the old, the old saying is, you know, it's like, oh, you know, put some duct tape on it, you know, suck it up, you wuss. And it's like, you really got to take care of you first, guys and girls before you can actually contribute a hundred percent genuinely. You know, a lot of people, I see a lot of people, especially that are like looking after, like looking, trying to get into relationships, right? And they're looking for someone else to make their life better. They're looking for someone else to fix them or to complete them. And it's like, no, you need to be a completed work before you can actually even like, like, I don't even know, like recognize another soul as part of you. You know what I mean? Like, it should be like your heart is so full of you. And then that other person that you meet is just like a nice like glaze that goes around your heart, that warms your heart, that holds your heart. And um, and I'm I'm not a relationship coach by any means, but like that that's just like a, that's why again I'm a fitness coach, but I think I have a lot more life advice that goes into fitness, that goes into health and well being and happiness because it's all self encompassing of who we are. So um, you're absolutely right. Take take care of you, and then make the conscious choice to to how you want to live your life. Make the conscious choice of being happy. You know, if you want to look at the the sky that's blue and, and has a nice shining sun, as gr- nice sh- shining sun as gray and gloomy and all that, then you can yeah. do that. But guess what? It's not going to do anything for you. So um, I think 100% this is about uh, being conscious, making choices for you and putting yourself first so that you can better other people. It's not selfish if you're putting yourself first to then make other people's lives better too. But you can't give and then not receive too. You got to receive from yourself. Absolutely. And I love what you said because we have come far as men. You know, we we have been ingrained as a society and as men to not embrace our emotions. You know, like you said, suck it up, you wuss. Um, it's always been kind of looked down upon for a man to have feelings or to let that out. And it's important, like you said, to do your self work. Um, and you know, when, when you're your best self, then you're able to give to somebody else. And that's, that's when a relationship is able to work and when it's going to come. Yeah. It's, it's all about your being your best self. And um, something else that you said that I love, and I think that that's what makes you a great coach um, and my mentor for me, is it's more than just how much can you lift. It's more than do do these reps. It's it's like you said, it's all encompassing. It's it's your mental as well. Cause that's a part of, you know, well being, you know, 
there's mental health, there's physical health, there's all of that. So that is important as well. If you don't address your mental and you only work out your body, you're going to look great. But what's in the, what's inside? Yeah, you're going to feel you can you're not going to feel completed on the inside. And that's the same thing. You know, again, we t- what I love about fitness and what made me originally fall in love with fitness was that it applied to all other areas of my life. You know, is you could take that same exact principle for someone who is, you know, in, in business and as a, as a career. You know, if you have this killer body, but you feel miserable on the inside, it's not going to matter. If you have this awesome house and this awesome car because you make X amount of money, but it's not, but you're not fulfilled. Like, the, what's the point? You know, like it's there's there, that's why it's it's a journey. And that's why like people talk about dieting, people talk about fitness. It, it's a journey. It's not like an end goal. It is the journey to that goal. Absolutely. That's the part right there, the journey. It's it's about the journey. It is every day. Absolutely. So I want to touch on something that I think is just really cool. I'm sure that you have so many projects, you know, that are coming up and everything. But um, so I actually so to, to everybody out there, you know, how I found Eric was just through the power of social media. And, you know, social media can be, it's all about, again, your mindset. Um, if you have a good mindset, a positive mindset, a happy mindset, you don't have to be inundated with the negativity that comes from social media. So I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw a reel and it was Eric walking for LA Fashion Week. And it was just something about his energy. It was just something about... Um, something I could just tell that there was something beneath the surface that was more powerful than he's a good looking guy. Um, so fast forward, um, found him on social media and then I'm, so I'm horrible at pronouncing stuff. I know I'm going to butcher this name and I'm so sorry to the company. Do you? Deferio? Deferio. Deferio. There we go. See, I knew that sounds so much better. I'm like, Deferio, that isn't, okay. There we go. So I love that brand and I was shopping that brand and I saw Eric modeling and I'm like, holy shit, there's Eric. (laughs) Wow, he's everywhere. (laughs) It's just, it's funny how, how that, like how everything aligns, like you find somebody and you even connect with them before knowing them. And then, so anyway, so Eric is, you know, he represents a lot of brands and um, DeFerio is just such a, they have so many cool things. I actually just bought something from them the other day. Um, so can you talk about, um, and I know, I'm sure that you have a lot of NDAs and things, which is fine, but do you have any new exciting prospects or new, um, you know, I know that you're transitioning as well to acting as well, um, but any anything coming up exciting or anything that you're personally working on? I know that you said you're creative as well. Yeah, absolutely. I have uh, I have 29 things that I'm working on right now, uh, and then probably 30 by the end of this call. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's great. I stay busy, but I stay busy doing stuff I love. So um, uh, first off, what would you buy from DeFerio, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> so I bought, I don't know if you were modeling this particular piece. Um, I bought the, I think it's the Hot Cowboy Bottoms, I believe. I might not. Um, I can't remember what I model half the time. I, I never know. <laughs> you were all over there. You you model a lot of stuff, and I was loving yeah. it. I'm gonna send it to you actually. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I have I have I have this idea for this TikTok, and um, it's like cowboy themed. And I was okay. like, so I bought and we, this. We uh, need the cowboy garments, okay? <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> right. So I I got this uh, this bottom. I'm trying to find like all the other pieces and and stuff, which they they probably have some stuff as well, but. Um, 
yeah, so I got that. Um, previously, I bought a, um, I, I never know what you properly call it, a onesie, a romper, whatever. Romper, it's like, onesie, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I think you actually, I think that's what I sent you. It was one of those um, type of things. I can't remember if it was the devil one or the, I don't remember. It had like a really cute saying on like the, the butt flap or something. And it yeah. was like, a dream of mine is to have a onesie party someday. Oh, okay. I, don't, right. I don't know why, but. It's, so it's stocked up. You, you, the onesie party is happening. You got your, you already got your outfit. You know, who are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing DeFario, you know? So yeah, you're good to go. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So, so back to the, the question. Um, so yeah, I got a lot of things going on. Uh, it's going to be all over the place, but I'm going to give you a bunch of little yeah. things. So sure. one thing I'm working on is with uh, Ben Veronis, really one of my favorite photographers to work with. Um, <laughs> me and him are doing a – he has his own magazine called Vero Mag, and I think they're on their okay. seventh or eighth issue. And I'm uh-huh. doing uh, with him a Eric-only fan edition magazine where I have like a full in-depth interview in there. The entire thing is like 100 pages of me of really cool like you know we've, we've shot like four times for it you know um we really tried to style it differently try and did stuff that i haven't done before because i've shot so many times and it's like you gotta you gotta think outside the box so we, we got outside the box on that one uh i incorporated my poetry into it too you know i'm a i'm a writer as well and so i uh i've been writing poetry now for about a year and a half so that's another project of mine that I'm working on is, is uh, stay tuned. There will be a book at some point in the near future. Um, okay. But I'm incorporating a little bit of that into this fan magazine. So I'm really excited for that uh, to come out. So that's the modeling side of things. Uh, there's a bunch okay. of brands that I've recently signed with, like I signed with a watch company, I signed with a formal wear company, uh, okay. you name it, I signed with them. And uh, anyways, so I have a bunch of things that are coming with that as well. Acting wise, that's that's like you said, that's my uh, that's been my hustle lately. Uh, I have okay. a film that I'm shooting starting on Saturday, this Saturday, uh, all the way through the following week, and that is a I think that will be a lifetime movie. I don't want to give too much away, but I think it'll be a lifetime movie, probably coming out in the next four months or so. So okay. uh, there will be details to come on that. Uh, also, I'm working on uh, I have three other projects, uh, film projects, different films that I'm on hold on. Uh, ho- I'm on hold for right now that are all over the country. So those are super exciting. Um, I am blanking on things that I'm doing because I can't remember half the stuff I'm doing. Booked uh, and busy. Booked <laughs> and busy. I mean, I'm all every day. Like that. Like I'm. I'm sure you probably heard this in my interviews. I don't. I don't do like the calendar thing. I. I don't. I, I just kind of take yes. it one day at a time. Like I have a list yeah. of all the things that I got to do, but I can only see like my day today and kind of what's tomorrow because I don't like overwhelming myself with worrying about what's coming up in a week. And I'm just taking my day one day at a time. Just like I said, that's how I've been living this journey. It's a little chaotic. It would probably stress most people out because it really is like shooting from the hip half the time. But like tomorrow I'm filming a, a, a TV show um, for OFTV. Um, and then I'm staying, I'm doing like a little hotel promo for um, one of the big hotel chains that's actually across the globe. One of the biggest ones, um, but I'm doing it down here in OC. Uh, you know, there's every day there's something new and uh just there's a lot of cool things coming, so stay tuned. I mean, I wrapped another feature film that'll be coming out hopefully by the end of the year. I have another one, a film that's coming out that I was like a a, a small role in. Um, 
that is tied to dinosaurs. Um, that comes out next month. So it's a, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things going on, it's, you know, needless to say. And uh, me, my management team, all my agencies, uh, everyone who helps me, they're all Team Eric. And uh, I'm thankful for them every day to be able to take this journey and just guide it. That is so exciting. I'm so happy for you. Uh, I actually you. have actually have the, I don't know how many issues you've done, but I actually have the Vero magazine. The previous. first one? I believe so. I mean, yeah. You're on the cover. I, I have it too. Hold on. Is he? I, I, yeah. This one. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So this that's one, um, yeah, he, I never had, got a copy until well, I went to go shoot again for the next mag. Uh, he was like, do you have a copy yet? And I was like, no, you never sent me one. So he uh, got me a copy. Yeah, this is uh, beautiful. I love his edits and stuff. He's, he's yes. really, really Great. talented. One of the people who's just, again, believed in me, you know, I've shot with, I think I've shot with like a hundred something, 125 photographers in the last two and a half years, you know, and uh, I've shot with Ben more than anyone else. And, uh, you know, I have so many people supporting me and he's, uh, he's someone who actually cares about me and my career. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's really cool to be able to shoot with him as much as I do. So, um, yeah. I love that. And I, I love, um, when you when you touched on you don't live with the, you don't live with your life by a calendar i think that that's that's it's liberating because it's like you live in the moment you focus on now and that's very that's a great philosophy for life yeah. i think we could learn a lot from that i think we can I'm, I'm my greatest strength is bringing people into the now is bringing people into the moment i've had so many people t tell me that throughout my last two and a half years. Again, I'm a different person two and a half, two and a half years ago, previous Eric, living without a calendar, that probably wouldn't have worked, you know, but uh, now it, it, it works for me. And, um, and it's because I really try to enjoy every day as much as I can. And um, it, it, it really, it, everyone tries to like pack their schedule and like and fill it with stuff. And like, because they want to feel like they're doing something or that they have to be doing something. But it's really cool to like, again, it's good to have a guide of where you're going with your day and stuff like that. But it's, I think it's really unique to just let yourself like be and do what you actually want to do in a moment. You know, if I want to write, I'm going to write. And, uh, but it, you know, that, that's a, that's a journey thing. That is not like a light switch that has been you know, years in the making. And, uh, that's what works for me. I, I tick differently than other people. So that's how I tick. Absolutely. <sighs> well, this has been a great conversation. I'm very grateful for you. Um, everybody out there, um, please follow Eric. Um, Eric, if you want to tell everybody, I know that it's usually, it's mostly the same, all of your handles. Um, yeah. you have a website, you have a link tree, you have everything. So, yeah. Yeah, so if everyone wants to find me, it's, uh, let's see, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I think even Facebook are all at ET Fitness Coach. Uh, that's also my website, etfitnesscoach.com. Uh, my link is in my bio for all of those, which is my own Hoobie, which has all my links and everything that I'm doing, or some of the things that I'm doing. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you'll probably see me on a few of your screens sooner rather than later depending on which screen you're looking at um and uh yeah thanks for having me on kev i really i appreciate you and and i really appreciate all, a lot of the things that you said you know i'm so happy that we've been connected because 
it's so cool to now hear you say these things like and like you say with gusto it's not like you're again there's a lot of our artificialness in los angeles there's it's everywhere but especially right. here and to hear you say you know these these really cool life things that you've actually taken and applied and put to yourself i mean that means so much to me so thank you for sharing that with me and sharing that with all of all of your listeners because it's going to benefit a lot of people Thank you so much. That's like you said, that's what it's all about. It's about helping other people. It is. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. All right, everybody. This has been Cultivation with Kevy. I'm so excited about this episode and I hope it bless you guys as much as me. Until next time, take care. See ya.